listen to MyMind.com, you might not go to hell. Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 82. It's April the 20th, 2008, the fifth Sunday of Easter. Hi, Dave. What's happening, man? What's happening? How you been? This is Smoke the Weed Day, Dave. Why? Because uh, it's 420, huh? 420. Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of stuff. on. We, that's what our show should be about, all the uh, you know Internet stuff about 420. Do you know what the, what the reason that that time is supposed to be connected with smoking dope? No, do you? Uh, no, I don't. I think I think I knew once upon a yeah. time. Oh yeah. Thank I think I, I think it was all conjecture, conjecture though. I think there's like, you know, I don't think there's a real story. There's probably a Wikipedia on this day. Man, we we missed an opportunity, another we missed did. opportunity. It's okay. It's all right. Yeah, I guess we can move on to other things. So, uh, how's everything in Kentucky? Oh, it's lovely. Yeah? That's good. uh, Yeah. The horses are running? Keelan is running, it's true. Yeah. You like watching the horses? I I just like, Keelan is a nice track, and I just like going there. Mm -hmm. Hanging out and watching the people as much as anything. That's true. And then I give them my money, and... You pay them for the privilege of watching the people. That's right. I I bet on some horses that lose, and then I go home. Uh (laughs) Sounds great. It's great. (laughs) So it's nice out here. Uh, Now if we get the weather report, it's, uh, you know, summer's starting here. Um, Probably by mid-May we'll be in the full-blown, you know, oven type of situation. But right now, it's kind of nice. The uh, Pale of Verde trees are blooming, and... And everybody's eyes are running with allergies, so it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. My allergies will be kicking in in another month when the grass starts blooming. Really? So, mm. yeah. That's why you shouldn't have grass. You should just pave your lawn. I I thought about it. <laughs> but there's a lot of grass. Since I live in the bluegrass, Dave, I don't think yeah. me paving my lawn is going to help too much. <laughs> but... So anyway, so how about this first read? Okay, so let's give our, our Reiner. You know, we took a week off because we're both bored with doing these readings. But I think you know that is kind of a tenet of what happens in church. So we're going to continue to talk about. Them. We're just not going to talk about them so much because we're bored, and we're consequently we're boring. And uh, do you concur in this, Reiner? Is that or am I just? I I think. There? Yeah, you're just talking to yourself. <laughs> Well, Ryder might be doing something different. I, I'm, I'm, whatever. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm less than you know, wildly inspired at the moment. But mm. I mean, I should be, right? It's Easter still, and it's supposed yeah. to be the yeehaw, gee whiz. But this all seems administrative to me at this point. Not the readings or what? At least, the, yeah. First oh. reading is all about you know. But yeah, we'll ramble on it, and then we'll talk about. Eel Papa or something like that. Right. <laughs> so what's this Hellenistic? I guess that's the Greeks, right? It's the Greeks. And then the daily distribution, so the widows get stuff, and then the widows weren't getting their stuff, so they think everyone's following you guys, so let's appoint some people. So this, is this where they get their whole thing about, um, like, ordaining people in other countries and doing that kind of stuff? Is this sort of the justification for that? Ordaining people in other countries? 
Well, they're in another country, and they said, well, get a, get some folks that are local, that, you know, just six or seven of them, and they'll talk to you, and then everyone else can just go do their own responsibilities. That's how I read it. Maybe These I told people them are deacons, it. Dave. Deacons? This is yeah. the institution of the, the diaconate. diaconate. Well, there you go. Because it says, it's not right for us to neglect the Word of God to serve a table. So the deacons are supposed to be serving me lunch. I, I know some people who are deacons. I'll have to tell them that today. Where's my dinner? You're a deacon, aren't you? You're supposed to be serving me food. Man, they have really gotten far away from that. Although they do like give the Eucharist, right? Which is technically food. That's not the point, though. No? I've missed the point again? Well, obviously. <laughs> no, Dave, it said... See, I find it interesting they say that... Uh, that's why, you know, the Hellenists were the non-Jews, right? This is Jews sure. versus non-Jews. Right. And and so they said, well, the Jews are running everything, and we're being, and and they were whining and complaining. And the apostle said, I don't want to talk about who got more mashed potatoes than the other person. So let's make some let's make some other people to worry about that crap, and we can worry about then. What do they say they're going to do? Devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Well, so that means that's not. That's what I was just saying when you said, you know, the deacons give out communion. Well, yeah, they do because we live in sort of a clerical society where we think the clerics are, you know, that's what I, I'm a deacon, therefore I'm clerical, therefore I get to do priest things. No. The whole point of making deacons in the first place was so that the priests could do priest things. Exactly, and so that they wouldn't have to do non-priest things. That's why I think it's a, you know, a perversion now when people who want to get involved in this pomp and circumstance and wear their, you know, magic robes and all that stuff so they can get up there. Well, that's not why deacons were made. Here it is. <laughs> so what should a what should a deacon be doing in today's church? They should be, you know, it, they should be doing the administration of the church. They, uh-huh. Actually, that's when the deacons started to decline. I actually wrote my senior paper on this topic, Dave, mm. Wow, 30 years ago, because it was on the decline of the diaconate happened during, like, the Middle Ages when, mm. the, because I think they followed this plan for a long time, except that when um, the political arena went to hell and the church ended up sort of being the government also, you know, mm-hmm. the deacons were in charge of the money, of the administration. Well, when the government went away, they became more important than the priests from the the populace's point of view because, you know, they controlled the money <laughs> because they were doing the administrative tax. And the priests were doing what it says here, devoting themselves to prayer and ministry of the word. Well, that's great from a spiritual point of view, but from a worldly point of view, the deacons were more important than them. This pissed them off <laughs> because they had a higher rank than these guys who owned the money, so they got rid of them, and they started controlling the money, and then they got to be more powerful and revered. Wow. So, And then the deacon, deacons got to be more ceremonial now. The, They're like the, deacons, right, they, they were just, you know, a six-month period in the, you know, one of the things in the role to becoming a priest. And they didn't, they didn't even, there were no permanent deacons, right. because if there were, then they would try and take back this role 
they had, and then it would, you know, detract from the priest's importance. So your your last point was that priests are full of crap. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, that they deliberately got rid of deacons so that they could be more important. Mm. And really, and and that's the problem is that they were needed to be more important in the eyes of the world. I mean, spiritually speaking, they're more important. But see, now we got the flip side. Now we're bringing back the deacons, and they want to be more important in the spiritual realm, which is not really their, uh-huh. you know, function. So they want to be up on the altar and stuff. Well, that's not what their job is. They're supposed to be taking care of the poor and, uh-huh. you know, running the... You know, running the administration of them. exactly, so the priests don't have to do that. But mostly, the priests end up doing the admins, and the deacons get to go say the sermons, and they're usually terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Dave. But well, this is interesting. I had no idea there was all this going on. Yeah. So anyway. So, so anyways, anyone out there who uh, you know, get back on track, man. This is not how it's supposed to be. All right. That's right. It's a, it's a service job. It's not a pomp and circumstance job. Yeah, you're not supposed to be up there waltzing around doing things and talking. Right in, in the dresses. Let the priests wear the dresses. Come yeah. on. All right. Cool. All right. Now we go to the second reading. Come to him. Now, this is the cornerstone thing. Oh, this is just Peter rambling about it, but sure, go ahead. Yeah. Um I know one thing. A couple of things struck me that this is really sort of statement of the communal nature of the faith, in that you know that the the whole is bigger than the sum of the parts, and that you know you're being built into a spiritual house. You're like one brick in that house. So it's once again kind of emphasizing that you know um, this isn't about personal aggrandizement in a sense, because so, the lowly things become the the cornerstone. Back to you. <laughs> I don't know. See, this again sounds like pomp and circumstance here. This whole thing doesn't sound like Peter would have said any of this. We said this last time. Right. You know, this sounds like... He had he had a good PR company, Peter, didn't he? he this is totally ghost-written here, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, he wouldn't talk like this. So, but yeah, I mean, the point you made was valid. I would have had to scrape it out of this crap, but you did a good job of that day. Well, thank you. <laughs> because a living stone. Hmm, so yeah, you're part of the bill. You need to be part of the big thing and do your part and be a rock. And I don't know. So it's a little bit like a cheerleading thing too. Like even though like those know. cheerleading pyramids. Is that what you're talking about? Exactly. <laughs> good analogy. Like you need you need. Male cheerleaders on the bottom, and you know, little light cheerleaders, female cheerleaders up at the top. Right? Yes. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's what this reading is about. So we can go on to the next one then. <laughs> in case any of you out there needed guidance on building a cheerleading pyramid, <laughs> there you heard it here That's first. Right? You need to go to. There's First Peter chapter two. There you go. We'll ha- we'll have a picture of one on mommog.com. dot com. Instructions. You know, I could probably get one because the UK usually wins the cheerleading thing every year. So wow, I bet I could find one. I want to see a reverse um, 
cheerleading pyramid. With one person at the bottom? One person at the bottom <laughs> and, like, you know, one one, one little winnowy, like, cheerleading girl, girl at the bottom. people, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. That'll work. I'm like, so, anyways, but, you know, that would be a miracle and, you know. Probably won't happen in my lifetime. So anyway, so we're on to the gospel, and we got now. Here's 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 one thing that sort of struck me. Um, I, I saw kind of a contradiction. We got that in my father's house there are many dwelling places, which in my mind, you know, on one level, this is how I interpret. And this is just my own self-serving interpretation. Is that kind of like well, there's a lot of paths to get there. You know, that that's how I choose to read it. You know, you can you can get to salvation, heaven, enlightenment, whatever. I think there's a lot of paths, and there's many mansions there. So, you know, maybe the Buddhists have a house, and maybe, you know, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's got a house. But then down there, down later, we say, no one comes to the Father except through me. So in in in, in my very egocentric, self-centered evaluation of this, that seems like a contradiction. Back to you. Well, Dave, I think you're completely wrong on all those points. <laughs> I kind of suspected I might be. I don't know. What's as many mansions then? I have no idea. Oh. It's it's all crap, I think. I mean, the whole concept of mansion. I mean, the uh, you know that's a Saint Teresa of Avila thing, right? The seven-story mansion. She has all these mansions or something. Mm-hmm. It, maybe she alludes to this. I you know. I don't think there are mansions in heaven. I don't think so either. I but if there are. I think this is just a figure of speech, Dave. What do you think? Well, yes, but what what does it mean? What was it? What are we trying to? What idea are we trying to get across? This is dwelling. I think he just says there's lots of places for you. I think he's just saying. I think maybe they were trying to be too exclusive. Oh yeah, right. right. Which is kind of what you're saying. Yeah. Right. And saying, well, I got plenty of spots for everyone. Right. If you can get in there, and it doesn't matter. It's not like there's only. Like Revelation, 144,000. Some people come to you and say, there's only 100,000 spots. Let me convert you. I mean, that would always seem stupid. If there's only that many spots, why are you trying to convert me then? (laughs) Well, well, the other thing is, we're we're trying to put some some, um, anthropocentric, uh, you know, description on a soul, whatever, whatever that is, you know, whatever that possibly could be you know we have no idea what it is so. it's true we don't really know what it's going to be like but, but that's why i think he it's just the point he's making is i want everybody to come up there there's lots of space it isn't a problem so let's get over that and just get to the point of yeah you know that i this is how you get here right do do what i do because that's what he's saying show us the father and he says what do you mean I, you've been with me and you don't know the Father? Yes, you do. I am doing what the Father right. said to do. You need to do what I do. Shouldn't they, shouldn't they have put you big dummies after some of this? I think they edited that out. <laughs> Council of Nicaea edited it out, you big, you you morons, you idiots. Exactly. You talked about this a thousand, you know, they should have like, and Jesus rolled his eyes, looked up to heaven and said, I've told you this a thousand times. They edited that part out. I think they did. But we're, but you know, we see we give you the inside track here on Mom.com. Exactly. We're giving you information you don't get in the local, in the in the regular Catholic or Christian uh, interpretations of Scripture. Yes. So, anyways, I think we're done. And and still there's.
No sex for you. Right? Well, that's a given, Dave. Oh. But, you know, we got a, a prime example of that is visiting us down the street here in New York City, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's in town, so to speak. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What do you think of that? You know, I think it's kind of cool. He See, I, I have to go listen to it. I I found out about it, and I went to the website. and Actually, I, I was at work. He flew in, what, Wednesday night? Mm. And I said, oh, I forgot. Thursday I started looking at it. Man, they did a terrible job with the video. I mean, it was like, there's this plane, and they're just rambling incoherently. Right, right. Oh, there's the plane. It's, there it is. It's flying. I mean, it takes five minutes, so they're, they got a picture of this little dot in the sky growing bigger. And, oh, there's a plane getting bigger. And I don't know. It's just annoying. But the point is, though, that, uh, and I might have one. My point is, I do have one. Yeah, and that's what you usually say. That's what I'm saying. I don't know that I have one. What was I trying to say? Uh, anyway. Did a bad job. The, 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 it's it's kind of cool. He's here. Go ahead. But yeah, anyway, so he flew in. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So I sort of forgot about it, but then I saw the video, and then I went, oh, yeah, he's here. And he was doing it in St. Patrick's Cathedral, which is, mm. I've been there. That's the big one there. In yeah, America. right down on uh, whatever street that is in Manhattan. Mm. And, and the, like, Friday I got a email from... Sister Trisha from Covenant House, because I, you know, send them money sometimes. Sure. And, and they're like in Times Square is where they're based. Yeah. She said, oh, by the way, I'm going to be taking up the gifts in St. Patrick's Cathedral at 9 o'clock. And I said, oh, that'd be cool. And, and here's the funny thing. So then I forgot about it again, and I went to the to the Y yesterday morning, and I was there. It was about 9.30, and, you know, I'm sitting on the little walking machine. They have a TV, and, and, and I got there... Just as I got there, that woman, who I got the email from, said I was carrying up the gifts. I got there, like, right at the offertory. And there she was. I said, hey, there she is. Cool. Hey, so I, I sort of saw the half an hour of the second half of the mass while I was, you know. So it's almost like you were there kind of close to the whole. It was. I was just there, and I went, yeah, that's cool. What do you think of this new pope? pope? Oh, and that's what I was going to say. So, And they were commenting on it, and they said that his uh, homily, which I had just missed, was was really cool and it was all about joy and about how the church had lost a lot of joy and he's trying to put it back. Hey, I'm all about that theme. I'm going to have to pull up his sermon, which I'm sure is posted by now, and and take a read at it. But I don't know what to think about him. You know, he's German. I'm down with that. Yeah. And uh, he he always was a little hardcore conservative. He's kind of conservative, hardcore kind of guy. He was, and I he may still be, or maybe he's being infused more with the joy of the Holy Spirit. Right. That's what it sounds like. I'll have to, like I said, I'll have to go read that homily from yesterday. But He seemed okay. I mean, you know, I, I saw him for half an hour on TV. <laughs> but, it's kind of cool. We've had a Polish pope, and now we got a uh, German pope. And exactly. I think I think it's about time to be an Irish pope. I mean, we've been toiling in that whole priesthood thing for a long time. So, you know. Perhaps. Yeah. Uh, not not tomorrow, but, you know. Um, yeah. So what do you uh, think about the Pope there, Dave? I, I don't know much about him. I'm I, I, I kind of glad he brought up the pedophile stuff. You know, that, that was kind of a good thing that he's just addressing it directly. I mean, I, you know, I think a lot of stuff has to do with actions. You know, I'm... I'm I'm at a point where I don't really give a crap what anyone says. I, I I couldn't care less what anyone says. 
I mean, I want to see what what they do. What they do, yeah. Yeah, because you know, everyone these days is so schooled. That, you know, they have you know PR whores that will just tell them exactly you know what they need to say to appear. You know, and I'm sure the Pope kind of like, has as many as anybody else. You know, kind of like we're saying the second reading looks today. Right, right. <laughs> it's like this is what you say to get the people thinking this and feeling this and blah blah blah. So you know, that's that's how I feel about it. Hmm. I, I mean, I, I'm of the opinion there's tons of things that, this, you know, just if, if you look at the church like a corporation in some ways, you know, like a, a big massive worldwide corporation. There's lots of things they could do to make their brand a lot better. You know, it's not it's not even rocket science what they would need to do. But that said, I mean, there's you know there's a lot of resistance to taking certain steps. So we'll see what he does. Yeah. Okay. I'm done with that. Okay. Um, so I think I think we're probably done, and the, the only question remaining is Reiner. What does this have to do with foosball? What does any of this have to do with foosball? It's an important question. We've been neglecting it. You know that. We've missed it a few times. We've just been neglecting it. We mentioned it vaguely, and I don't know. I, we, we've we've lost our way, is what I think has happened. It could be. Maybe that's the whole point of this: is that we need to think back about our the, core uh, our core values. Yeah. Our, our core. Um, um, okay, I got nothing. Anyways, our, our, we need to get back to where we're. So, so what does the Pope's visit have to do with foosball? I would like to see the Pope play foosball. That would be cool. Yeah, could you send an email to him uh, challenging the Pope to a foosball game? Dave, that would be interesting. Yeah. If we actually like got on David Letterman and played both the Pope and Hot Babes in foosball. That would be cool. Maybe Miss America, the Pope, Miss America. That would be the you know right there. I no, I we could like switch too. Like I could have the Pope, and you could have Miss America, and then we could kind of you know, because they may not be good players. I don't know about the Pope. I don't know how his playing is. Yeah, so it might be a little imbalanced, you know, imbalanced. I guess. It's we'd true. have to work. We'd have to work out the details. There's a lot. There's a lot of things we got to work out for this thing. So, you know. A done deal. So, so it is all about the hierarchy and the team playing. And you know, when you're playing foosball, you got to have a good team. You got to have a good team. That's important. You you got to function as a team. The as with the bricks in the building, the whole is bigger than the sum of the parts. And, and it, it's like I was railing about in the first reading. You know, we can't all be the front guy. No. You know, you need the back guy. That's and right. they do different things. You shouldn't all be the Pope. If everybody's the Pope, then that doesn't work out. There's no parishioners if everyone's Exactly. The There's no you know, people to shepherd. I just realized that you adopted the, your same role in foosball that you do in your band, like playing the bass. And then in True. football, yeah. Cause that's, I'm, I'm consistent, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I know that about you. You're kind of good. Okay. This is what we're doing. But that's, uh, that's interesting. But not that interesting, really. No. But <laughs> so I guess it's time for us to go. Uh, have a great day, everybody. Um, and I uh, remember, do your part. Because if you're a brick and you're in the bottom row, you may feel like you're in your bottom. That'd be bad. Exactly.
All right. See you later, everyone. Ciao. You can make it. Shoot it. Momog.com.